Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the third Sunday of Advent. Hope you're doing well, Father Zach here, and it's the third Sunday of Advent. And this weekend, our Gospel comes from Matthew 11, 2 through 11. So it's always good before we go forward to look back. So last week we had John the Baptist telling us, Repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. So before we look at this gospel, did you repent? Did you turn your heart over and surrender everything to God and turn your back on your sins? Have you made any little changes this week to show God, to prove to God that you're being real with him? Is there anybody even looking at um, social media? Are you turning it off, turn the TV off? Is there any maybe YouTube channels you shouldn't be subscribing to? Maybe some contacts in your contact list that you need to delete or people that you follow on Instagram or on Twitter that you just got to stop. Have you made any little changes this week to actually repent? If you have, awesome. Keep with the good work. If not, make some changes today. Call upon the Holy Spirit and make those difficult changes So as we hear in this gospel this week, so you're not like that reed swaying in the wind that you're just kind of like going with the culture, you're a people pleaser, have no backbone, you know, just living completely out of your wounds and not out of the resurrected wounds of Jesus. So make sure that you take some time to repent. And as always, we do this so we can come to Mass prepared. So I always encourage people to bring a journal to Mass, bring your Bible to Mass, bring a pen, and come ready to be transformed rather than informed. Because if I just learn things but I don't ask ask to be transformed, then I'm missing the point of the gospel. So as always, call upon the Holy Spirit. Pull out your Bible. If you have a catechism, definitely get that out. And look deeply at what the Word is saying. And the Word of God is meant to transform our lives. And we want to make sure we come to Mass prepared. This is a part of that process. So our gospel this weekend begins with When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question, Are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. Behold, I am sending you my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. powerful gospel, but even just to think of 
where John is as we begin this growing in the gospel session. Think of where John is. John is in prison. And the word of God is so powerful that it even reaches him. The word of God being Jesus, what he's doing in the world is so powerful, it breaks through prison walls and prison cells. And yes, there is the physical prison that we are called to preach the gospel to, to go visit those imprisoned. But what about those who are imprisoned by lies, by discouragement, by frustration, by fear, by anger, by loneliness, by physical ailments? Because a lot of people who are in those positions are looking for help but typically in all the wrong places because only Jesus can save us. Only Jesus. And they said to him, are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another? They're asking Jesus that. Maybe just ask yourself, do I know that Jesus is Lord, that he is God, he is the Messiah, he is the only one who can love me, save me, heal me, redeem me? Or am I looking for another? Maybe I need to repent of that. The things I put before Jesus. Am I detached? Am I untethered? Am I free? But then he says, you know, go, go tell John what you hear and see. And John would know when he heard these things that they're talking about Isaiah 35. When he says, you know, blind are receiving their sight, lepers are cleansed, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news preached to them. And John would be like, he's the one. He knew the Old Testament prophecy, which is easy for Jews, but you and I, we are Gentiles. We don't know the history of the Old Testament unless we've been studying it. So not all that would make sense, but these signs, these physical signs point to Jesus being the one. And then Jesus says something that I think is really important for us to to look at. He says, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. And we all don't have a backbone from time to time when it comes to being a Christian. Even me being with my family, there were some things this past weekend I wanted to talk about with the Lord, but I didn't out of fear. I raised my hand. I was being a coward. I was out of fear and not faith. And maybe like when you're in public, do you pray to ask your food to be blessed in front of anyone when you're at work? Do people know that you're a Catholic Christian? Do they know that you do good because of what Jesus has done for you? what he continues to do for you? Are you offended to be a Christian? When you're on your friends, can you hold your ground? Or are you falling into cowardice or hypocrisy? Because as Jesus says this, it says, as they were going away, they're walking away because Jesus is like, Jesus is saying some powerful things. But then he says, you know, why did you go out into the wilderness? What did you go out in the desert, the wilderness? What do you want to go see? Someone who is a hypocrite, a pushover, a daisy, a reed blowing in the wind? That when things get shaky, they throw away their faith? He says, why did, why did you go out? To see a man dressed in fine clothing and, and, and fine robes? Someone who lives in king's palaces? Yes, a third time. Why then did you go out? To see a prophet? He says, yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. 
says, this is of whom it is written. It says, behold, I said my messenger before you, or also some translations say, before your face. The kingdom of God is at hand. It's right before your face. Who shall prepare your way before you? So John the Baptist's ministry recalls Malachi 3.1 and Sirach 48. It says, he is the messenger or the Lord's forerunner. So Malachi prophesies or prophecies associate the Lord's forerunner with Elijah, the, the great Old Testament prophet. And Jesus views John as this prophet who preaches repentance to Israel in the spirit of Elijah and offers God's faithful remnant a final opportunity for salvation. Even John's clothing recalls Elijah's distinctive dress, which we saw last weekend. You know, a, a, a garment of, of hair cloth, a leather belt, one who ate locusts and honey. He says, truly I say to you, and when Jesus says, truly I say to you, or amen, amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been no one greater. He's saying, I am telling you the whole truth and nothing, nothing but the truth, right? No one greater. John is the greatest Old Testament prophet. He is also the last prophet. So in the New Covenant or the New Testament, even the last New Testament saint outshines the most illustrious saints of old. So these prophets looked ahead to the New Covenant or the New Testament, but did not share fully in its blessings. So Jesus thus contrasts here the Old and New Covenants, and he does not undermine the saintly life of John. So what say you? What are you going to do? What little changes can you make to become a man or woman of repentance, of daily surrender? And I think the, the invitation for a lot of us is just to slow down. You just ask yourself, what are you in such a rush for? Maybe if you take the Advent invitation instead of the secular Christmas invitation, you will not be like that reed shaking in the wind. And you can just look back and just even ask yourself, ask yourself am I even happy with the person that I'm becoming? Is Jesus happy with the person that I'm becoming? Is he pleased? Am I allowing the Father to delight in me as a daughter or a son? Or am I always trying to earn attention by being like that reed in the wind? Am I always trying to show off? Am I always trying to make my friends laugh? Am I putting others down? Am I being a coward? Or should I take up the call to repent? I know the kingdom of God is at hand, but you know, we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know when we're going to pass. We want to be ready. And I just would hope that most of us would want to just run to the Lord when we pass and not be like, oh, I had so many opportunities to repent, but I never did. But like I repented and I'm just going to run straight into his arms because I took the gospel call seriously. I stopped looking for another. I said, Jesus, you are the one. You are it. And I surrender every day. I surrender everything I am and ever will be to you. I put it under your lordship. 
and that's the safest place to be. So then I don't have to worry about being a, like a reed shaking in the wind. I don't have to be a, a wallflower or a daisy or a pushover or worry about being politically, politically correct. Because I don't want to be informed about the gospel. I want to be transformed by the gospel. And I want you to lead. I want you to lead. I want you to lead and I want, you to, I want, to, I want to surrender everything to you. And maybe just allow this song to help you to do that. Which is called The One That Leads by Joe Zambone. And is it easy? Absolutely not. But once you're surrendered and you're free from the temptations of the world, from being a people pleaser, and you're totally focused on pleasing the Lord, and you're not living in the, in the fear of man, you're living in the fear of the Lord, or you're not living in the flesh, you're living in the Spirit, there's so much freedom there. And that's what John the Baptist did so well. Even to him being led in prison, because he'd rather be in prison than be a coward or be a hypocrite than allow the opinions of the world to dictate who Jesus is to him. Know of my prayers for you. I always encourage, go to confession, bring a Bible to Mass, bring a journal, and let the, let the gospel transform you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. But the road is
Surround me, Lord. Surround.